Welcome to episode a very special. Wait, what did I just say? Welcome to episode 116 of We the Gamer Cast. It's a bonus Patreon powered episode of We the Gamer Cast. Thanks to everybody at patreon.com slash make us better. We're doing two returning guests per month. This is the back half of Nintendo Dad's November. That's right. Oh, Lincoln just burped. I don't know if that that probably got picked up because Lord knows this thing picks up all the dogs and all the noises. Getting a little far ahead of myself. Thank you guys for being here, for listening, for rating us on iTunes, and giving the thumbs up on YouTube.com slash WeTheNerdy. And a big high five and special thank you to our amazing patrons at Patreon.com slash MakeUsBetter. Like our, what do we call it, Lincoln? Patreon. The Platinum. Platinum! We're just going to keep rolling. Platinum executive producer, Mr. Corey Hicks. Our gold executive producer, Mr. Sheldon Benedict. And all of our lovely gentlemen executive producers nick militia from next level games james johnson dr doom jesse armstrong glockle schaefer joey hare david ray mike drummy and brendan myers coming to you guys on a very special american thanksgiving coming from you a canadian uh, i'm going to be talking to another canadian who doesn't even live here so whatever that means um gonna keep it really quick i actually think that it's great to be doing this on american thanksgiving those of you who have been listening to me for a little while know that i love american thanksgiving i've been home with with the boy i got home today from toronto so a quick special thank you to mr brock mclaughlin ryan turford and drew mcmillan who uh, hosted me so graciously in toronto this week i had an amazing time just got back safe and sound back to dadding this evening and uh yeah just i mean i have so many people to thank for everything that that this show is and the xbox drive and if we ran nintendo and the new gaming group everything with make us better it's incredible um but i thought i would give a quick shout out to andrew semichek for everything that he's he's done for me through we the nerdy um dave moore through day space and forget being cool bobby toby joseph everybody with our, our make us better patreon it is just incredible so i just wanted to give a quick Word of thanks before we get right into it, because this is a great conversation. We span, I don't even know how many topics. It's impossible to count all the topics, actually. So why don't we get into it? You guys know who he is. Justin Masson from the Nintendo Dads. He's one of the original dads um, living in Ireland. So this is, a, this is a good chat. You can follow him on Twitter, at Masson23 or at Nintendo Dads. Here he is, Justin Masson! I just got this. I just got this new mug. <laughs> that's awesome! Look at his Yoda ears. Yeah, like that's that's a double fister, is what that is. That's a that's a hot cup of tea. That yeah. is amazing. We are Walt that Disney. That must take up so much space in your cupboard, though. Yeah, it's completely impractical. <laughs> completely impractical. We have a small cupboard here. You need those things to like pop off or something, and then like yeah. insert on the side. And like, if anything feels like it's gonna break two awkwardly shaped yoda ears that's the thing those are yeah. the it's a it's a mug like that that makes you go i should appreciate every special moment with yeah this, with every, this everything guy. is this not gonna last like not your kids not, or anything like that it's no. a that that fragile like it's perpetually fragile that mug it's got yeah. the sharp corners on the ears mm-hmm. and, and and it's really quite impractical because because like i have i have like you know i would say normal man-sized hands yeah and i can yeah. only get like two fingers in there 
and it's kind mm. of awkward and you're kind of holding it like this like there's a lot of strain yeah on this muscle in my forearm you think because that, you, of that the, would be like with all the trigger work that you've been doing like yeah that, you'd but think, it's different right? it's but just one over this, i just gotta lift like weighted yoga yoda teacups what do you feel about like, it's a hot tea though like you don't drink tea lukewarm yeah. so you're jamming your fingers no. in there and there's not yeah. like any space burning yeah so you yeah, must no. have like quite the calluses on those like that first just, knuckle like muscles and callus like thick thick like you would think i you know beat rocks all day with just my you know knuckles i think it's an important way for you to to assimilate into irish culture like i think that you do need strong hands strong calloused hands yeah i think that and being a drunk i think (laughs) those are the things that you need to you need to do i'm not like i'm not i'm like like like, i'm not gonna lie to you Mm -hmm. i went out last night with the lads um Mm. and we we took the piss out and we were out for 10 hours last night were you really uh yeah we left at four in the afternoon no you know what we started drinking at four in the afternoon we stopped at three this morning so it was 11 hours of drinking straight here i am going okay i gotta line up some time with justin and i just want to make sure that like his family is all good like he spends family time and maybe later on at night is good for him but yeah. So that so that maybe I maybe well, I didn't have to worry so much about it, or now well, had to be especially sensitive to it. Well, no, it, it was so we went out last night, and then uh, this is usually the time the kids have gone to bed. So that was right. Well, that was why I said this time works. This time works well mm-hmm. because I've had my family time. I've sobered up enough to be able to have a proper conversation. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I was thinking, I was like, you know, I might just go grab a pint right now. You crack should. It open. Drink. Uh, it doesn't go well with the tea, but my wife's hopefully bringing me biscuits with my tea, and that's oh, great. I kind of disappoint. Well, not, this is the thing about you being in Ireland is normally I like these shows, these um, the second recurring guest coming yeah. back, like these bonus episodes. I like to have these ones over a beer. Usually, you know, it's in the morning or afternoon, kind of like I'm doing right now. But I sure. like these extra ones to be you, a little on the other side. Do you side. want to go get a beer right now? Or we'll uh, drink well, together. That would be. Hmm. Okay, let's do that. Okay, go get no, a beer. I, I actually don't, don't even know. If, don't do this. I, it's I, only I four in the afternoon. Any, there. I know. Now you're gonna call me out. I don't think I have any in the house. I think I drank Shut it all. Up. I think I drank it all. Are you kidding me? Okay, well I'm gonna go grab a beer. Hold on. Please do. Please do. We'll we'll put in some like weird kind of like intermission music right here. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I like it. What did you get? So this is uh, this is Bulmer's, mm-hmm. Bulmer's Irish cider. Very popular here. Mm-hmm. My first time I saw this, I called it Bloomers. Yeah, which is not which is not what it is. That probably I bet was, nobody called you out on that. The the barman did. Yeah, I'm yeah. totally kidding. Very kind about that. Mm-hmm. He's like Bulmer's, not Bloomer's. And that was Scottish, not Irish. Yeah, that, he was a, I was. He was, a, he was a Scottish bartender. Oh, how's that working out uh, for him? Not well. People don't like him. <laughs> oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is the now. This would be known every. And apparently, this is known everywhere, everywhere else in the world as Magners or Magnum. Magners, Magners. Mm-hmm. Lay, lay down the knowledge, Justin. Magners. So you could find this mm-hmm. at your local beer house. I probably should but just it, go like, well, you were into the kitchen. I'll just run to the liquor store, which is just kind of yeah. Like, you could. I can just like run through my neighbor's yard, and I'm right there. Oh, your neighbor! Oh, you have a good neighbor. You should walk over their door. Oh, yeah. Mm. How are you? Got That'd some be, beer. Oh, you—that was you knocking. I—I I, I right? missed that. I, missed. Like, I thought, I thought your biscuits were ready. Yeah, I yeah. Your, my, I don't know if you can hear my dog. I'm just kind of doing a quick sound check. Can you hear my dog whining like a little bee over there? Yeah, I do hear something for sure. Yeah, that's that's a 
That's a dog who is making his last appearance on the on the podcast. <laughs> you know, it's not super later. noticeable. Like, if, you, if you, it's one of those things, like, can you hear that? You're like, well, now I can. Mm, I'm glad uh, I pointed it out. Like, Damn it! Yeah, now I can really hear it. Oh, yeah, he's not he's not happy because we were just feeding Lincoln and and who who's like Cookie Monster. He just kind of like throws food at his yeah. face and lets everything fall yep. out. And so the dogs really like that because then they go eat all this real food. He's meat, you know, he's eating yeah. fruits and veggies and things like that and they love it and they go clean up after him. We didn't let them do that. Chelsea Ooh. took Link out and they went to go we're going to eat some pizza and mm-hmm. so she went to grab that and a couple groceries and we just locked them up and now he's whining like a little bee. But that doesn't sure. that doesn't matter very much, Justin. I want to know I have a very important question for sure. you. You can go ahead yeah. and, and, and chug that. I want a, a nice, freshly, uh, maybe even tipsy Justin Masson on this one. Why have you, I why dr- have you abandoned the Nintendo dads, Justin Masson? <laughs> why have I abandoned the Nintendo Why have you abandoned them? I want to get into this. As, well, I didn't get into this with, with Zach. He spoke very kindly of you. He which did. I didn't he appreciate. Did. I, I wanted I some pre- snack talk. I, I PayPal them a 20 bucks later to tell them to shut up. <laughs> so let me ask you this. And how do you feel I've abandoned you? Let's stop. Let's, let's maybe reverse don't the turn, question. Don't, that doesn't work. Understand don't. yours. Listen, maybe the first time you came on to this show, I would, I would fall for that kind of garbage, but sure. I don't know if you noticed, but this is episode 116. Yeah. Yeah. You're a champ. The, the fact is you abandoned your country. Okay. Well, how about we put it that way? You abandoned your country and you abandoned your country men. And mm. your podcast mm-hmm. co-host, you are. I have another side I, of this, just so that you don't feel too bad. I'll, I'll give you a little. Fine. I have another end of this, so because I, sure, I want to. I'll shit on them too. Yeah, good. Okay, so good, we'll, good. we'll start with you, good yeah. sir, sir. Yeah. So I would say I, I, I would start with this. I do not feel like I have abandoned my country. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. as as a proud Canadian. Okay. I believe that over here in Ireland, we are flying our Canadian flag very proudly mm-hmm. here, um, and representing well. So I would say I, we are not abandoning that. Um, so that means you're coming and, back. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. So people do ask that. Like, so are you coming back? We will come back to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know when yet, but we will come. We will be returning to Canada. There's a, it there's sounds a like you're being held there. And you're like, we, they promise us <laughs> refuge and escape. Eventually, but we don't know. Uh, we, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we had a, we had a, we had a, um, a determined amount of time. So two years is our, is our, is our um, guaranteed minimum. For our term, mm-hmm. and then after that, we kind of have some decisions that we can make. So, you know, at the end of that two years, we we may come back, or we may stay a year or two. I would say this: our end goal is not to be permanent residents of Ireland. I think we, I think we are, are proud Canadians. We love our country, we love our family, and we do want to come back. Just this was too much of a too much of an amazing opportunity not to not to pass up. How is it going? Like how? Like I, okay, I'm gonna come back to Nintendo Dads, but this is really the sure. thing that I because I'm I'm going to Toronto to. Good God, I have to hit pause. Hang on a second. Sure, go ahead. So yeah, like how I'm going to Toronto tomorrow, and it's kind of like yep. traveling by myself is about as easy as it gets. But making uh-huh. sure that everything is taken care of, um, I just kind of grabbed all the Christmas stuff out of the shed, and it's now getting ready to be kind of unpacked and everything. So I've got a couple things that I wanted to take care of today before yeah. going. And I was like, it's not exactly like the most comfortable day. Like it's not the easiest mm-hmm. day. And so I've, I've definitely been not even just today. This is just a, a recent example, but I often think of, of you and the family and just kind of like, okay, here's everybody. Here's the thing. Uh, you're, you're going to a different school. 
and yeah. it's not across the street. It's not across town. We're getting in a plane. We're going to visit the, the leprechauns. So yeah. like, what, what's the adjustment period? Is there even like an end to it? Is it always kind of just like difficult? I imagine it's not easy. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I think, you know, I think uh, it, you're always adjusting in some way. Mm-hmm. You're always learning something new every, every moment. Um, and I think what, what we found very quickly or understood was how you define home changes. Mm-hmm. So we used to define home as as Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. But after arriving here in Waterford, we began to identify home as wherever we were together. Mm-hmm. And that to us began part of the change process. Was that like and active conversations you guys were having or is it just something, a realization you came to? I think I think it was I think it was kind of an active conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because as you're as you're letting things go, because when we so interestingly enough, when we were coming over here, um, we I guess I'll back it up a little bit. So we, we applied for it. We we were we were saying okay, we we're, we're gonna do this. We made some conversations. We had said to the girls back in October, we said, hey, we're what what do you think about moving to Ireland? Right. As if proposing a question to them, mm-hmm. which we really shouldn't have. It should have been more of, a sta- more of a statement, right? <laughs> right? Because it's like, which would you prefer? You know, wh- mm-hmm. what do you want to do? And our our hope was that they were they're both be very excited about this and think, think it's a really cool opportunity. And they both went, no, yeah, no, hard pass. We're not mm-hmm. doing that. And uh, and so that took time for us to kind of understand what their concerns were. And of course, their concerns are very easy. Right. Mm-hmm. The concerns are I'm going to miss my friends. I'm going to miss, you know, my toys like those 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 things. Right. Which for us, a small child are massive. Right. And you need to be able to for an adult. That's massive. I, I would list those two in the exact same order. Yep. If Chelsea said I got this great opportunity and it's Australia, I'd be like, but my toys and my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it and it's this weird it's this weird conversation that we just kind of eventually eventually found ourselves found ourselves to right mm-hmm. of, of this is what we're going to do. And the kids finally got on board and we began purging our house yeah. um, because we were, we were only going to bring a certain amount of things over to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, we made it, we made a very conscious decision that we were only bringing three bags each oh, for wow. our enti- entire life. Holy crap. And so what I mean by three bags each, let me just make sure that. So for like so, 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 yeah, so you fly, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, so, so when you fly, you get to bring on your, you're like under the seat bag, uh-huh. right? You get to also bring on a small carry-on bag, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to bring like your big luggage bag. And those and are all it. checked for free. Right. And that was it. So we got each family member a full set of that stuff and said, that's it. It seems like you're going for like an achievement or a trophy there in life. Just like, like <laughs> you finish, finish the move on extra hard. Like you did like yeah. move across the ocean on veteran mode. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that, and so that, I mean, well, one of the things that, that we, we, it, but it puts you in a really interesting position when you basically have to purge your life, mm-hmm. you begin to look at all the things around you and say, what value does this have? Is this really important? Yeah, Where man. is this in my life of, I mean, here's a great example. My youngest daughter had got a new bicycle in July mm-hmm. and she, and it was July. And so we got her to learn how to ride her bike by herself and on her two wheels. And she was great. And then it was August. And so she got to read it, ride a couple more times. September gets in the, into the garage, October comes and all of a sudden then the snow comes. Right. So no more, no more riding the bike. Right. Makes sense. So we're beginning to purge our house and we're looking at this bike and my wife and I both look at each other and, and like in two years, if we come back in two years, She'll have outgrown this bike. Oh, big time. So this bike's value 
is now very small. Yeah. And are we going to pack this bike like into our box? It's going to stay in Lethbridge. Doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Right. So then we have to have a conversation with your daughter saying, you know, that new bike you got that you love so much. Yeah. We're going to sell it. Uh, Right. And they're like, but I, but I, but I wrote it like three times. And we're like, yeah, but you know, trust me, this hurts me more than you. Yeah. It was like (laughs) these, you know, these hard, these kind of hard conversations. Mm -hmm. Right. And you begin and you begin to really evaluate what's, what's in your life. So when you come over, with with only 13 bags right like i remember we were my jody and i were sorting through our clothes and and i'm holding up things and i'm looking at this shirt and i'm like yeah no that's that's too small for me or that's team fat or Mm -hmm. like no this is not going to work and you just boil everything down but when we came over here we actually didn't know where we were going to live for sure we didn't actually for sure even have a house yeah so so when we we submitted for our paperwork to come over to ireland And we didn't get approval until two weeks before we were supposed to actually fly out Mm -hmm. two weeks. So we had to, this isn't surprising me though. Like all these additional like add ons of, of being difficult is just like, I guess this is just the mess and way of moving to Ireland because it already wasn't hard enough family of four, three bags, two weeks. So never coming back. Yeah. You never know. And that's the other thing is we never really know. Like we could, we could all of a sudden get over here and decide, yes, this is it. But we've kind of had some conversations initially, but that, so there's this kind of weird, weird place in life, but yeah, we were at the, we were near the end of March. We wanted to leave on the kids Easter break. So that when the kids Easter break occurred in Canada, it lined up with the Easter break here in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So you could very easily transition into school. It is the end of March. We haven't got final confirmation that we have our paperwork has been approved. Mm-hmm. We have kind of tentatively got a box coming. We've basically sold a lot of stuff in our house, but we don't have final word because if they deny it, they're like, no, you can't come here. Then we can't move. Yeah. So we, so that we're, you're kind of sitting on this like trigger moment. Right. And I remember, I remember I had actually, I had to go to like Connecticut um, for a week that week beforehand for actual work. I was down there. I came back Um you know, and, and so my wife and I are just in these stressful, just, just yes, so much stress. Yes, life is still so much, going on. Yeah. I'm, like, I was it's in, not like, I, it's not like you can just like pause all the rest of the stuff, like no. raising the family and yeah. working and I don't know, mowing yeah. the lawn and all the other stuff that goes on. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember like when we finally made the actual decision to, to, to for sure sign the paperwork and move, I was actually in Kansas city oh my for gosh, work and the paperwork came through and I'd like bring my wife up on Skype and I'm like, are you, we're, we're good with this, right? Yep. Mm. Okay, I'm going to sign it right now. We're not even the same. We're not even the same country making this oh decision, right? Does she normally do Skype? She does like Messenger. Sorry, it's more uh, Facebook Messenger than Skype. But, but with the technology, because I feel like like with us doing podcasts over Skype all the time, like it's become yeah. so like second nature to us. Like, oh, just like fire it up on Skype. But I often yeah. I'll find myself like my brother lives in Vancouver, and I'm like, we should do Skype sometime. He's like, oh, Skype. Oh, I wonder if I still have this. Like, it, it's like a, it's that not quite exists. as instant. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so, like, I, I like it. I kind of just want it to proliferate, like, because I yep. mean, we all have family that's, that's mm-hmm. everywhere and this is just so easy. But anyways, I'm just curious yeah. to see if, yeah, like, no, Chelsea, we use, I think it would be the same. Like, Skype. Yeah, we use Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. They've got that, they've got the video function there. Really that's what Bobby works well. and I do. Yeah. And Bobby a lot of, home oh, and he calls me up. He's like, Hey, honey. <laughs> that sounds like a Bobby thing. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> So we had finally, we, I got back from Kansas City. I got this call from my boss who's Irish and he's like, hey, guess what showed up here? And I was like, I don't know what. Like I'm at this point, I'm just frustrated. He's like, oh, your paperwork showed up here. You're approved. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so now you need to overnight mail that to me here in Canada. We need to execute this. So from when, so I will say this, from when we actually got approval that it was done to us leaving Canada was a total of two weeks. 
Jeez. for us <laughs> us to pack our entire life in the box, mm-hmm. get the property manager we'd already kind of keyed up, leave, do this like last family tour of Alberta where we saw all of our family, like every day we're crying, everyone's upset. Oh my and God, I didn't know right? you did that. Oh yeah, and then and then like so by the time like we're just done and exhausted, and then then we're li- we're literally selling my car because we, we're not driving the car to the Ireland. Next question, so yeah. What are you gonna do with that? So we drew like I drove up to my mom who lives in Airdrie. That would have been maximum difficulty, by the way. I'm just gonna selling wait until <laughs> driving the car to Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's see now. How can I get on a boat or go underwater? We'll see. So um, the last last couple of days we stayed with my mom who's up in Airdrie and it was and this was kind mm-hmm. of thing like you're just skirting around the conversation like everywhere we went no one really like it was all like oh hey how's it going what's you know did y'all watch the hockey game and these regular conversations and it's like mm-hmm. okay well I've got to go now somewhere else and then there was like this click yeah this is and real like this is real right so like every place we went people are crying before the time we left so my mom drives um, me and, and Jody and the girls. And we actually take, take two vehicles because we had so much suitcase and like they drive us literally to the airport. We pack mm-hmm. everything on the trolleys, kind of give your mom like one last hi, bye, big hug. Everyone's crying. My mom's a wreck. My stepdad's actually like, do you want me to drive you home mm-hmm. and I'll come back for your other vehicle at another time? And then I just left, left everything with them. And so you've got all these all these bags. You kind of go through the airport. You're you're managing everyone. Do we have all the paperwork? Do we have all the visas? Do you, you know, like I have a folder of stuff. And you get through, everything's checked. You've got all your packages, your bags, and everything. And we get through security, and they're like, oh, you know, the plane's about, you know, 90 minutes away. Yeah. Right. So there's an area in the airport. And they're like, okay, kids, go play. And so Jody and I sat down for a moment, and that was when everything hit us like a brick. Oh, my God. I remember, Even before you I remember, go? I remember sitting in the International, Calgary International Airport, and we're looking at each other, and our eyes are just starting to water. And we're not saying a word. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I, cause, because we, you probably hadn't fully processed everything. You couldn't. You were, going through, you, were, you were going through the beats of it. Yeah. Up until then. And the kids are running around. They're having a grand time, right? They're playing. They're like, oh, this is great. I'm in the big airplane. And you're just like, you look at each other for a second. And you're like, what have we done? Like, are we, are we doing the right thing? Are we right. absolutely bad for doing this? Because the other part of it was coming to Ireland, we didn't actually even have a house we were going to for sure or defined. It sounds we like an adventure, sh- man. Oh, it absolutely, it absolutely was. And we look back and it's amazing that that occurs, but, but not you, 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 you have this moment of like, are we doing what, what is right of what's best, right? Mm -hmm. We are now literally living with 13 bags and we don't know where we're going. uh, (laughs) Do you have at least like at the other end, do you have a helping hand? Like, is there anybody on the other side to like walk, like guide you a little bit? Yeah, so the company was really that. good. They actually gave, they actually like supplied us with a relocation service that that oh, right. yeah, local that local sense. here, and then my boss lives here, and so we so we had some kind of friends and networks that way that could support us through all that. And the, my company was quite good right. with all that support as well. So, so it's not completely it, like backpacking to Europe, no, like a twenty. No, you're, yeah, you're not completely you're not completely mad that way, but um, yeah, but, but pretty close. Yeah, pretty like very close, right? Mm-hmm. You put a lot of faith in a lot of other people. So it's funny that you and your kids did this through. did this flip. Where you introduce yeah. the idea of like like we like it and we hope that you guys are pumped about it. and they're like nah not quite and then in the airport you have that that role reversal. Well, yeah, and it's interesting because I think the other thing is that you know I think as a, as a father as a husband, right? You look at your you look at your spouse and you see them kind of processing this too. Yeah, right. And we've had conversations about it, and you're like, I know that you're I know that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I know that you've been under incredible stress because of these things that I've committed or doing. Mm-hmm. Right. That that have 
put us in the situation and just, you know, how strong you are for getting us here. And like, there's, there's, these, there's these, like, no words can really discuss it, but there's just this amazing kind of like pride and love and support to be able to move forward with that. And it's just one of those moments of like, but at the same time, also looking at each other, understanding that whatever's going to happen, it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. We're a team. Right. Right. But yeah, we're a team. And because these four people is where home is. Love that. Right. This, this is what our home is, mm-hmm. right. Wherever we are. I mean, it's, uh, first, the first four days we were here, we lived in a hotel. Um, ironically enough, we, there was a contract basically signed with the hotel that like we were going to be there for 30 days yeah. in case we find a house. And I was like, you want to live in a hotel for 30 days? That sounds horrible. That's a lot of days, man. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how it, how it all, all shook out. And now it's been seven months mm-hmm. and it's normalized, but there's, um, things you kind of learn every day. And I mean, you know, how they celebrate Christmas here, how they don't celebrate Thanksgiving here. Um, what's different about Christmas? There's no snow, Sean. Oh, well, it's yeah. I just grabbed all the Christmas stuff out of the shed. I had to shovel my way to get to the shed. That's Ooh. that's what I'm dealing with right now. And that's yeah. But I love it, man. Like, that's the whole thing. And I mean, I don't want to get too much into this, but my grandma just fortunately passed away. But it has this weird thing of bringing the family together. And we've been spending a lot of family time early like around american thanksgiving here which is to me i think that's like the best way canadians need to adopt this thanksgiving really is as the kickstarting of the holiday season because i love it and it has felt more like christmas this year than in previous years and i just and i just love it because of the snow and the family time and my brother's coming up from vancouver and all these other things um but i wanted to ask you about this whole experience justin because i know how seriously you take your role as a husband and as a father and i and i always enjoy hearing your perspective Mm. on that because it's it's fairly procedural in a way it's very like organized and and like you can kind of look at okay if i were to do this i would do these activities with it so i don't i definitely wanted to jump into that because i don't necessarily know that a i don't know too many other people who've made this type of move but also with all of those complexities of because i think what ended up happening was and i and i started this as a joke for a reason because the whole why have you abandoned us why have you abandoned Mm -hmm. the nintendo dads to then dive into no this was like a big deal like this wasn't just i packed my bags and i moved over this was a this was a huge thing and it required a lot of thought and organization and communication with the family so i wanted to jump into that to give you a little bit of a just a chance to kind of talk about that a little bit because you know, I almost catch myself and maybe, maybe even the, the Nintendo dad's audience catches themselves maybe of, oh, well, he's just in a different place. Like they see you on the YouTube, on yeah. the YouTubes and they, they, they <laughs> still communicate with you on, on Twitter. Yeah. So for them, you haven't been displaced. Yeah. Yeah. Be like they, cause you still appear in the same places, but physical location, obviously very different. So yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 There's, I mean, there's a lot going, there's a lot to unpack there, right. Mm-hmm. For, for, for what you do. And I think like when the decision came up, I think, you know, if we go back to the family part, the, the father, the husband, you know, mentally I begin kind of like weighing in my head, these thoughts of like, what is the value? What mm-hmm. is the positives that come out of this? What are the potential negatives Do the negatives? Is the impact higher than the, than the positive? Right. So if I think of some some positives. It's like cultural experience. The kids get to the kids and the family get to understand what Irish culture is, right? Not only just Irish culture, but but I think I think to be able to have the opportunity to expand either your perspective or your perspective, your knowledge or your understanding, not only of of 
another culture, but I think the reflection of your own culture. Big time. I think you discover more what it means to be Canadian Mm -hmm. when you are not in Canada. Yep. And you begin to understand that identity and that voice. And I came back to Canada in um, October for a couple days. I was in Quebec City for a CEO award for work. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I cannot tell you, having been gone from Ireland or being in Ireland, coming back to Canada, the warm blanket of a hug it felt like to come home and this pride and this, and this familiarity and this, like, I would call it a, a polite pride, which is what I think Canadians are, is we have a polite pride of being home. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and it just felt, it, it felt right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I totally do. So, so, so I think, I think that's important from, from just, just a family perspective. And then from the kids to understand what does that mean for them? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause here we still celebrate all of our Canadian, our Canadian. Oh, that's cool. We, we had Canadian Thanksgiving here. Yeah. Right. And we had, we had, um, my boss and his family come over and celebrate, you celebrate with us. Right. Yeah. And they're like, so what is Canadian Thanksgiving? I'm like, well, well, it's, it's not American Thanksgiving. Let's talk about that right now. Right. And then it's, <laughs> here it's, I am it's, saying it's, we should adopt it. Yeah. Like, I know. I was like, you trade <laughs> get out of our country. Well, the best thing is we get both. It's just like black Friday. We've adopted that right. as well. So, and boxing yeah. day. So it's all good. Yeah. And, and then, and then, you know, and then, and then like, you know, Remembrance Day occurred and, and just kind of all yeah. these, all these Canadian pieces. Right. And then it's, so I, I think, I think when I looked at that list and then to be exposed to not only Irish culture, but being so close in proximity to every other country in Europe. No kidding. And to be able to visit those places and have cultural experiences. Right. So we've been to, and I, and I don't mean to like brag. It's just, it's just the opportunities, right? We have been to Rome. We've been to Scotland, Northern Ireland. Um, I was over to London. We just came back from Paris. We're going to Spain mm-hmm. and next month. We're going to Poland. And just to be able to expose your kids to that, like, different cultures and different mm-hmm. areas and history. Like we went to the Mona Lisa. We, we were at the Coliseum, right? We, these amazing opportunities that, that I think if you, if you can provide your children with those things and, and, and I, and I want to take a step back and understand that we are blessed to be able to do that. Yeah, man. Right. Like that is not like I growing up, I never thought this opportunity would have occurred. If you said 10 years ago, you're moving here. It's whatever occurred. If you said to me three years ago, I, I'd be like, I wouldn't believe you. Mm-hmm. But to to when you look when I guess it goes back to your question when you look at that score that plus and minus right giving giving my children the fan and the family this exposure this opportunity my in the minus column mm-hmm. the thing that I think of emotionally is we are removing them from their being able to connect with their grandmothers their cousins oh gosh Jody, yeah no kidding Jody's brothers on a regular basis mm-hmm. right and though and, and so and so a decision I'm making or we're making Jody and I has a ripple impact to everyone. Yeah. Right. And so am I, okay, are we okay with what that impact is to those individuals emotionally, mm-hmm. um, from, from, you know, so what's the impact on my mom? What's the impact on Jody's brothers to then what's the impact on my daughters and not being able to see their grandparents. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause not having seen my father growing up a lot, I understand the absence of, 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 of roles sometimes. So, you know, how do those things kind of weigh in and, and do the pros and cons outweigh. Right. And, and, and then ultimately, we kind of made that decision. And, and then the, and then the other part is, is how does, how does, you know, you're also, and I, th- I think you made the point as well, you're tearing away your all social networks, like not social networks, sorry, friendship networks. Right. Like the, yeah, the actual, like I'm going to come yeah. over to your house for coffee yeah. kind of connection. Gone. So what about like, so you said with family in Airdrie, which for people who don't know, like it's not exactly around the corner from Lethbridge, like you're 
what, 90 minutes away? A couple hours anyways. Uh, we're about two and a half, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So you're, like, there's a thing that I sort of consider sometimes where, like, my grandma used to live in Calgary. And it, there's yep. this thing where I go, you know, if you're if you're not within 45 minutes, you might as well be 45 hours away, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if you're, like, if I were to move to an extreme end of the city, I could be very far away from my parents. And I might as well be in Japan. Yeah. Because, like... You're just never going to make that, that trek over. So maybe does that come, become part of it too? Like where you guys drive, like Southern Alberta is also different because maybe, uh, when you're outside of Edmonton and Calgary, I think you're maybe more used to driving around yeah. and traveling to go see one another. You're a little bit more display, uh, dispersed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would not be uncommon for us in the morning on a Saturday morning to kind of get up at seven and be like, ah, oh, you know what? We're going to the Calgary mm-hmm. Zoo and we'll meet mm-hmm. you there and we'll spend seven, eight hours there at the zoo. We'll go out for dinner, a bite to eat. And then we'll maybe we'll maybe nip our way back to Lethbridge mm-hmm. at nine PM at night and the kids will be in bed. So you'd have like a twelve hour day with them. That's so, really cool, man. Does that lifestyle kind of like translate? I feel like maybe there is some similarities there because like I said, the city life in Alberta is like a, yeah, if you're half an hour away, probably not gonna see you for a little while. But yeah. does that translate over to like where are, like in Ireland, are you on like on the countryside? Like there's a landscape and the, yeah. the city like yeah. how does everything kind of compare? So the funniest thing I find about Ireland, so let's see, Lethbridge to Edmonton, what is that, five hours? Yeah. It's five hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just as a reference point, from driving from Lethbridge to Edmonton is literally driving from the north part to the south part of Ireland, the entire country. Yeah. <laughs> Soup to nuts. That's the entire yeah. country. So there's this weird disportion of like, I remember we got here, we, we had no... Um, uh, cutlery plates, dishes, bowls in the house here that we that we got. So we're like, oh, we're gonna make a trip to go find stuff. And mm-hmm. so we're talking, oh, where would you find stuff in Waterford? And they're like, I oh, go to this little shop. And it's wicked expensive. And so Jody's like, well, maybe we'll just drive to Dublin. We'll mm-hmm. drive up to Dublin, two hour drive, and we'll get stuff from IKEA. And everyone's like, oh, you wouldn't want to do that. IKEA, that's too far. Two hours, that's too far. That's mad. No, yeah. you would no, you wouldn't do that. That's what right? I would say. That's half the country. And we're like, yeah, yeah that's that was a that's a that's like every Saturday. It's a Saturday. For us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that's, that is, so there's this weird, like weird connection, but it's all relative to where you are. And I think right. you made an, you made a comment on an episode recently, like how far is Toronto from you? And you said a week's drive. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> and I was like, because our country is so big, those, those, those you, that you're just used to it. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, a drive is not too bad. You asked a little bit about like where we are. So I'm in a city called Waterford, which is down right. by the South East, Southeastern area of Ireland. Um, uh, I, I'll put it as a reference. I am 15 minute drive from the ocean. Oh, that's um, amazing! Which, which is absolutely freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, I'm 15 someday, minutes from a refinery. Yeah, I know, right? It's like <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can get out of my my province in less yeah. than three hours oh, any direction gorgeous, I go. Um, and the population of Waterford is about 65,000. Uh, Lethbridge yeah, wow. was 90,000. So it's again, not, not too dissimilar, mm-hmm. right? Relatively, relatively the same. Um, but yeah, and, and then here between, and I think to your point, like between cities, there are, there's, there's the Irish rolling green countrysides of sheep and walls and usually a pub and a chip <laughs> and a chippers. Right. And like, that's, that is, I mean, literally you'll drive through like a small, like you'll drive through a small sheep and walls. <laughs> Yeah. That's my favorite. That's the title of the episode right there. Very, very small roads, Sean. Like, um, yeah, it's a bit, bit, bit maddening. But every city you drive through, every small town, even if it's like 15 people, they will have the following things. A chippers, uh-huh. uh, uh, a pub, um, a, a centro, which is like your corner market small store, sure. and a place to, pe- uh, a place, to um, place bets. Amazing. Those, 
Those are the four like cornerstone stones of every city town in the Irish culture. So what's um, that like when you when you get there and you discover that all the stereotypes are true? It's a bit mad. <laughs> it is, right? You're like, wait, like, you're like, oh, this nothing is nothing else. Is, like that's is, yeah, okay. This. Pretty on the like, nose. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? You are pretty on the nose about Canada, also, but we true just deny enough. it, right? We're no, like, no, that's that's not true, eh? Stop saying those things. That's, that's know, not true about I us. Know, I know. And that's when you start doing, yeah, you start doing this and you realize, oh, crap, I do say about really weird. And I really need to like, ah, drop this jaw when I say the stupid word. I, I actually got to a point, and this sounds funny, I got to a point here accentuating my Canadianisms. Oh, yeah. And and the reason is, and this will sound very weird, but... um. The amount of times that we got asked, where in the U.S. are you from? Mm, mm-hmm. Where, 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 for, where in America? Where in, I, and here's literally the, here's the, here's the response. Where in America are you from? Yeah. And I would say, actually, north and colder. I'm from Canada, mm-hmm. eh? And they're like, oh, how are you then? Like, so we would actually see, we had incidences here where if someone knew, thought we were American, we actually received different levels of service. Yeah. And, and how they treat us. And then the moment they found out we were Canadian, oh, we were grand. We were yeah. fine. Like, they loved us, right? Um, so it's one of those things where I find, like, like we I have a, I have a black and red plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like a flag I, I, I wear around here all the time to let people know I'm Canadian. Um, you know, so it, it is kind of that, that, that accentuating of, the, of those things and stereotypes. But mm-hmm. everyone says, oh, you don't sound Canadian. And, I, and my question is, what, is, what does Canadian sound like to you? That's a great, yeah, great question. And, and, the, and what the Canadian sounds like to these guys here is it's the, well, head on down there, boys. What you doing there? Oh, jeez, now oh, we're talking Murphy. Oh, it sounds like them. Oh, like it's, yeah. it, it's the, it is, Irish, like Newfoundland is like the Irish, the Irish cousins. Newfoundland, yeah. yes. Yeah, because there's so much when, interesting, interesting note. Uh, a little bit of history lessons for you is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the famine, when the Great Famine happened in Ireland and people got on the boats and came over to the uh, Americas, they settled in areas such as obviously Boston, right, New York. But mm-hmm. what they did is when they landed in, in um, St. Lawrence in Quebec, they settled in Quebec and they headed east. Mm-hmm. And so they headed into your, your East Coast Islands. So a lot of the accents you hear there are actually bloody messes and blends of Irish, Scottish, and there are contingents of Irish. You can go up there and you can find gravestones with like Fitzgerald, O'Connor, you know, all of these Irish populations who came there. And and mm-hmm. so the Irish, Irish is thick on that side. And that's where you get a lot of that Newfie accent from actually. Absolutely. Is it, is, it, is, it, is, it is breaks downs of, of, of that language. So mm-hmm. they always assume that every Canadian. And so I have to say like, Oh no, I'm far West Canada. And they're like, Oh, right. and they're like, where? I was like, Calgary, Lethbridge, and they're like, don't know it. Yeah, no. Calgary, you're like, maybe. And I'm like, do you know where Banff is? They're like, sounds closer. It's like Vancouver. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, and I'm not even near Vancouver. I'm like right. two days drive from Vancouver, but, that, <laughs> exactly. but that's the reference point for you. I was like, yeah. fine. And everyone, everyone always does this. I went to Toronto, beautiful city. I have some good friends there named Dave. Do you know Dave? And I'm like, I don't yeah. know Dave. Is that unreal? Like, like, that's the stereotype, too, that Dave. people do that. Yeah, Dave, Dave Fitzgerald. Do you know Dave Fitzgerald? I don't. I don't know Dave. Ah, he's a good man. You should see him next Wait, time. There's gonna be like one time where somebody actually does know Dave or John or Mike or whoever it is, and like they'll just like prove that that's a question that you should be asking Canadians, yeah. and they'll just they'll just continue this. Um, yeah. You got to hang out with uh, with a few people while you've been there. You got to hang out with with uh, Barry Dunn, with Paul yep. Lloyd, Gary Gray. Yes. Um, who else have you been hanging out with over there? Those are the three guys. Primarily, those are the three guys primarily. That's a good list. It's a good list. I did my research. 
Yeah, slash. yeah, no, yeah. It's been it's been really it's been really amazing. Um, what did they do with the other part of uh, the rest of Barry Dunn? What have they done with yeah, him? That man is thin. That man is slender. Holy I did not crap. realize that. Like I, he, like I never see. Well, I've seen him only on Skype, and uh, you know the camera adds a couple pounds. But yeah, that man is thin. No, he's. Been, I remember when I last talked to him. He's like, "Have you noticed anything different about me?" And I'm like, "You look, you look." Thin. And this was a while ago, and he's yeah. he's been doing his work, man. Good for him. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, it's been, it's been great to to meet those guys and just mm-hmm. hang out with them, kind of increase our exposure here. And um, Gary's um, Gary and his family hosted me. Yeah, for man. Like three days. Um, in their place in Birmingham and just amazing, uh, amazing people. And, you know, I chat with Gary probably a couple times a week and, uh, you know, hanging out with Paul and his wife and his family. It's just been amazing. And Barry, you know, we met, we met him last weekend and we hung out and we, and we showcased Nintendo for like eight hours of the day. And then it was just great. And actually we're going to another conference seminar next weekend and pretty much doing the exact same thing. Um, yeah. what's yeah, that it's one been, called? I just saw a, a Twitter G- announcement. Uh, yeah. GXI. Mm-hmm. Game Expo Ireland. Uh, yeah. It's the first time ever that Nintendo of UK is coming to Ireland no um, to support one of these events. So, yeah, that was pretty fantastic. Um, and, and like those things here are so accessible. Yeah. Like Sean, it cost me, it cost me forty euro to fly round trip from Dublin to Birmingham. Come on, man. Guess how much it cost me to park my car? Yeah, for the exactly. Thirty-two euro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, it almost cost me more to park my car than to take the flight. Well, I was going to say that's what's going to cost me. I'm going to be in Toronto next week. That's what I, I'm going to pay yeah. at least that to park my car for those days. Oh uh, yeah, at least it's yeah. it's mad. So yeah, it's been a great opportunity to see those guys as well. It's uh, and we actually we invited we did invite um Toby to actually come down to EGX, but I guess it was a three hour drive for him. So that was I was like, oh, that's that's fair. Like that seems well, like a lot. He hates people and he's got a baby on yeah. the way. So yeah, I'm thinking, you know, I think he hates me too. I don't know that for sure. I don't think so. I, I thought you hated just, me for a while. Like there's these jokes that were going on oh, and you know, like, I, yeah, no, did you really think I'm that? A, I'm a, well, I, I didn't really think, but I was like at that, that, that moment that like, I'm about to start thinking about it. I'm like, mm, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I did something no, like, cause sometimes no. here's the thing. I, sometimes I say stuff without really thinking about it and it's yeah. taken the wrong way. Maybe you did. I don't know, man. I just, no, I, I, I would, it, and it yeah, would be a I, reflection on me more than you. Really? Yeah. No, I would, I would, I would say this. I, I pick on people who I know can take it mm-hmm. and who are, who, who I consider friends that way. That's fair. That's so a very, would, that's a very I, Alberta thing. I would say take it as a compliment. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I, yeah. If, and if, yeah, if there was an issue like that, oh, I know. Definitely send me, yeah, all of my, all of my commentary, like, oh, get rid of Sean on the show. That guy is useless, is all just good ribbing and fun sounds and none of that. Fun, yeah, 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 yeah. So can I ask you a question? I, I said I was going to, I was going to shit on the other guys and I'm going to do yeah. this at the near the, you know, as we're, as we're coming to our time. Yeah. I'm upset for you, Justin. Okay. I'm upset for you at the Nintendo why. Dads. Okay. Because we've gone over the ordeal that you've gone through, the stress and the yeah. move, everything. It sounds awful. Yeah. You are a founding father, literally, yes. yeah. of the Nintendo Dads. You were there when the idea was born out of a good old Canadian Tim Hortons. Yes. It was a, the love time. child of a double double and a, and a sweet tea and Can a I also, s- gonna- steep tea bag. I'm going to pause you on that one. There is a Tim Hortons in Glasgow, Scotland. Mm. The only one in all of the UK. And I had the opportunity to go there and nothing felt better than having a Timbit. How was it going into a Tim Hortons that the, the very first one that didn't have a lineup out the door? 
You know, it wasn't too bad. Like it was, I was kind of like, oh, this is a nice change. <laughs> this is quiet. pleasant. I'll take this. But then, but then I go, I go to the till and I was like, hi, hi, a, eh? can I have a uh, double double a eh? and uh, some box of timbits? Be great. Nobody be great, eh? says a that much. Oh, I did. I was like, I was I like full. I was like, do I have a Canadian card? Let me pass that out right, right. Yeah. And I was like, haha. And and the and lady's like, oh yeah, that's your future. And I was like, I don't like. And it was just a thick Scottish accent. She's like, oh yeah, it's fine then. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. It's like 95% of this feels true and then 5% feels false. That's really funny. You're just in this like B-grade movie and they, they yeah. just subbed out all the all the actors with uh, – anyway. Why so you're upset with the Nintendo dads. I'm upset with the Nintendo dads because you are a founding father and the, the idea was born out of a double-double touching a steep tea bag, Justin. And it's a beautiful show and I love it and I truly feel like you guys are like the godfathers of so many podcasts and there's so many Nintendo shows that have popped up in your honor and, and so many of us have met each other because of you guys. And you move over to Ireland and they still record at mm-hmm. midnight – Eastern Standard Time or whatever yep. it ends up being, I think 10 a 10 p.m. Mountain Time, the only time yep. that matters. Yes. Can can there not be? Can we not get you on the show and so that you don't have to wake up at three thirty in the morning and make your tea and tiptoe around your Irish cottage house? Sure. Can we can, can yeah, we do so, something here? Can we talk about this? What yeah, the hell? Yeah, man? Let's, let's have a chat about that. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. It is. It is. And it's. It's funny because it, I think the first week I came back and um because I was so I, I'll actually be quite honest. I think I talked to you about it before. Mm-hmm. It was questionable whether I was going to come back at all. Yeah. So I, I I had a you know we we had a conversation for a bit of like it just you know me recording at four a.m. just seems stupid. Um, <laughs> no kidding. Know, is it is it adding any value to the show? Am I falling asleep? Am I just damaging myself? <laughs> right. Like it's just not a good place to be, folks. Um, yeah. So there was there was there was a lot of consideration of whether I was going to come back. And my wife is super super supportive. She's like, "Of course you're going to do it." I was like, uh, "I don't know." And she's like, well, "You give it a crack and see how it goes." Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the first couple times I recorded at four, like it was a mess. Like I'm pretty sure I fell asleep on my mic at least oh my once. God, no kidding. And 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 it was funny because I think it was like Bobby reached out to me afterwards. Adam reached out to me, and they're like, "Listen, I don't want to say this, but seriously, if you want to come just on someone else's show, we'll take you." Right. Like if you if you just if you just want to like just leave and come kind of we'll we'll figure out a way to time and record around you because it's just you know I mean, we'll we'll sort we'll we, sort it, sir. We just brought jo- Joseph Moran on to make us better, but like he yeah, the, like the that. ink is barely dry, man. And I think yeah. it may have been like written in those um erasable pens, whatever they call the pen mates or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just turn the thing around and it mostly just yep. tears up the piece of paper. It's like yes. they got rocks built into that eraser. We could get yeah. rid of them. We'll, sure. we'll take Justin Masson. Yeah. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, it's we'll like trading it. cards, right? Let's do it. I feel like because... we have to like press conferences. Dude, uh, trading cards for the podcast community is the greatest idea. Gary Gray, please. Oh, we need to we need to make this a thing. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And we have so many artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard and all the people who make up drawings and this yes. would be we could have like the the upper deck versions and then the OPG cards. Like I think like That's Gary fantastic. Gray would be like OPG cuz he's got like the cartoony kind of thing. Yeah. And pro I set. Love this. Yes. Yes, this and is the That could be like a huge joint effort and we could like send it out to everybody. I can't even hold on to my pen. It literally you're, my you're pen excited. just jumped like, out of my I'm, I'm, I'm seeing like you are you are hyped for this idea. I love this actually though. This is also the coffee's getting down to the oh, to not really great I gotta idea, write this down. i do have to write this down podcaster okay what the hell was i asking you <laughs> uh why are we recording at 4 a.m and why am i there yeah can you no can adjustment 
talk to my well I'll, I'll i'll talk to you a little bit about my logic about that um mm-hmm. so my logic there is that it the needs of the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one mm-hmm. it's very leonard nimoy spock for those of you that that appreciate the uh, mm-hmm. star trek 2 reference there love calm. it um but i i but it was more do you want to like touch hands on yeah, the webcam like, there we go right yeah yeah yeah. Um, but it was, it was easier for the other guys. Right. Sure. And, and so it was, so I will make the adjustments, uh, to, to go with that. Um, and then I also don't really want to, you know, I, I, I'm also very cognitive of the community that we have created that tune in on Wednesday nights that are there to join. Right. Sure. And, and the disruption to what that means for their schedule too. So, so I'm very cautious to make adjustments for those for those pieces right so that was why i kind of i kind of still do it you like i've listened times when i come back on even this weekend it it makes it sound like i'm a guest coming back it's like oh thanks for having me i was like what the hell what do you mean having me like this is it's part of my show why am i doing this but exactly that's that's the that's the that's a little bit of the reasoning there but i have got better at now figuring out how i sleep because I used to wake up like three o'clock, kind of go downstairs, make myself a cup of tea, get everything ready, kind of get ready for four o'clock to come on. But like nobody's getting on to like four ten, and then Zach's figuring a soundboard, and it's not to like four forty five. We're starting, and I was like, "Screw you, hippie!" Like now I'm not, I'm not getting up till ten minutes. I'm not getting up till five or ten minutes to four o'clock, and then I'll sort this out because yep. I know we're not going to be ready till four thirty. So mm-hmm. yeah, I also think some of the best moments have come out of out of tired Justin. Right. Because, I mean, we've we've had grumpy, grumpy, tired Justin, which is good. We had my shirt off a couple of, of shows. Oh, yes. Ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like that's that's gold that I think had I been fully conscious and awake. I don't think you'd have. So that's that's fair. Well, that's very Canadian of you. Very kind of you to to think of the team. You got everybody's mm-hmm. got to give 110 percent, you know, all yeah. lines firing. Most people have no idea what we're talking about. These are just like general, like like hockey interviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta give one hundred ten percent. Go mm-hmm. there and um, you know watch yeah, your defense. Take one game at a time. Play a full yeah, sixty exactly. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is garbage like that. Okay, well, I wanted to, I wanted to explore that a little bit, and I'm not surprised you gave me such a bullshit, non angry. <laughs> I wanted to like maybe we could pretend like they're not listening just for a second, and you sure. could just say if, like, "Wow, yeah, I can't to, believe they're okay, okay. They're totally tell you the real disrespecting truth? me." I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you the is. real truth. Yeah, here it is. Do you have it? Can I swear in the show? Do it. Zach Erickson's an asshole. Oh, there it is. Here we go. That guy is so controlling on mm-hmm. his shit. Okay. Okay. Like that's what go. it is. Like, listen, champ, if I'm showing up, if I'm showing up at 4am, you better goddamn be ready for me. This is hot takes. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like that's I'm getting out of the way. That's what it is. Right. Like he, like he thinks he owns that soundboard. I like, listen, I'm like, just, just, you just touch the button. All right. Listen, mm-hmm. I will, I will tell us when we start. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the issue. Right? That's so, what I'm trying to encourage here. That's that's. I'm that's so glad the I had you on second. By the way, I'm so glad that I don't yeah, have to I face heard, Zach I heard now. His upsetness about my 11 out of 10. Screw you, hippie. It's my my call. You well, didn't get he, the review copy. He I did. felt he felt that he needed to he fixed that twice over. He had his own review that went out on the YouTube yeah. channel. Then he came on here, and mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Justin, I think I'm with him. What? That's that's not an 11 out of 10. I mean, I feel like no game is an 11 out of 10. Like, I don't even know what the hell you're even, you're breaking your scale. Like, I, I, I think a game that evolutionizes or revolutionizes the series and is, and beyond perfection breaks the scale. Okay. I feel like you actually deserve, I, we we're joking for a second. I feel like you do, you know, I gave Zach a whole, whatever it was, sure. 20 minutes to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Why is, why, so maybe this one will be, because the the whole title of that one was Mario is not an eleven out of ten. This one will just confuse the hell out of people and say Mario is an eleven out of ten. 
I, Why? Yeah. Because what I think what I, what what occurred in I think Odyssey is that they really did move and change the series direction, mm-hmm. and I think you know I I would I would argue that Super Mario three would be an eleven out of ten. They made some fundamental changes to the game. I think it revolutionized the series. I think Super Mario World, Super Mario sixty four. I don't necessarily think that Sunshine did. Mm. Um, I think Galaxy was a ten out of ten. I don't think it revolutionized anything, but I think Odyssey did. And I think Odyssey also, there was so much nostalgia and so much fun associated. Like I smiled through that entire game, the entire mm-hmm. way through. Now, is there is there things I'm not a fan of? And of course, there are things I don't think is a fan. But but I, but I think it it changed the approach of Mario, mm-hmm. and it gave us something fresh. Um, and and I, and I think kind of the same way that we look at Zelda. Like I don't think so. When I think of that, is it's Zelda like, an eleven out of ten? In my books, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so we're just because, trying to establish what's the scale. Yeah. Where's the Where's the line, right? Yeah. So, so, so context my, so, helps. Yeah. So my question would be like, can you tell me what the next Zelda game is like? Mm-hmm. That has you to build want- off breath. That has to build off the Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Is it going to use Breath of the Wild characteristics, engines, ideas, fundamentals, right? Or is it Or is it back to scratch? Mm-hmm. Can you like? And I think I think like it it changed how we approach Zelda. Mm-hmm. the franchise like what is the next step going to be like i pity i pity the people who are literally in nintendo being like so what is our next zelda game mm-hmm. right because you're like you have to beat that i don't know how you beat that right now but i think that that i'm gonna maybe give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt here when if you make that game like if you understand the fiber and the dna of its of its being that allows you to then speak about the next thing from yep from a foundation that you actually could take that step and move on. Whereas like we're in the clouds, like we have no idea what, how did this come about? And then how do you iterate from there? But but I think the thing that you said there is that, that, that they understand its DNA and Mm -hmm. that DNA helps it move forward Mm -hmm. because it's, because it's evolving. And I think breath of the wild was the evolving point for what the next Zelda is. Do you think Mario goes to that sort of model? Not necessarily that I want to do shrines all the time, but like, it's just this one giant world, no loading screens or anything like that. It's just huge. And I want to be, cause Mario is the ultimate traversal character. He has yep. better jumping, better running, better anything than anybody else who's out there. And it's funny that, I mean, he didn't need as much help as maybe Link did where he just learned how to jump without yeah. you know being automatically doing it for you and everything like that and now we can climb up everything so he had a lot of potential and a lot mm-hmm. of room for improvement whereas mario it's like well he already has all these skills maybe he just needs a bigger a bigger playground and that's kind of my biggest thing against odyssey and it's again this is a 10 out of 10 this is 9 yeah, out of yeah. 10 this is like excellent excellent game but i kind of still felt like it was like that linear like i'm gonna go from this world to this world to this world instead of mm-hmm playing around in the in the yeah in the mushroom kingdom yeah i mean i think there, i think there's definitely that linearness to it right mm-hmm. but i think i think the once you, and once you finished the the the, the core mm-hmm. campaign and obviously i don't want to go too far all of a sudden that linearness changes right and you can go where oh, okay. you want That's, I, that opens described it up, that to me actually right? and maybe i'm just not paying attention to the and, reviews because i really and, don't want to do that yeah and when you think about it the amount of stars that are moons that you require to complete the, the, I guess the, I'm going to use the word the minimum requirements right. to finish the game is is in, in relation to the moons that you need are quite low. Like it's a twenty mm. percent, yeah, if not less. I, I want to think it's less than that actually, mm-hmm. right? Because I completed it with a hundred and seventy-five moon pieces. Yeah, and if there's ninety-nine, 
right? Now I have the ability to go wherever I want, explore mm-hmm. however I want, right? And not necessarily be in a linear. Now, so that could that could be also the, the kind of the core story feels a bit shy. Mm-hmm. But what I think are the fun moments about it, the moments that make me smile is that exploration afterwards. Yeah. Like I kind of wanted to get through the story beats because now I could be free. Yeah. Right. I wanted to I wanted to get through the first, you know, the plateau, the great plateau so that now right. I could be free. And that's kind mm-hmm. of that versioning of it. Mm-hmm. Right. We have this we have this stock Mario story we're going to tell you that you need to understand and, and actually tutorializes you for some of the things you need to know. But it's really the adventure that you have when you go back that I think is so important to the game, to the length mm-hmm. of this game. If you are just going for I need my 170 moon pieces and I'd be Bowser. Boy, this is kind of shit after that. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I can see why that might not be a great experience, but it's it's the ability to go back and explore. And just, you know what, just the amount of callbacks. Like, yep. I smiled. And there, there were moments I was like, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> like audibly, I was like, yes. And I think that, you know, or or those moments like, no, they, they didn't do that. Did they do right. that? Oh, they did that? Are you kidding me? And and it was funny because I had got the, and sorry, it's a little bit of like, you know, background baseball or what's the word? Inside baseball? There it is. I was like, backside baseball? That's not it. Oh. Inside baseball. It's a sex yeah, move, I, I think. I think so. That's when the nut, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my, my Bulmers was done like 40 minutes mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you chugged it on demand. I, I did. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying now because I'm stuck on the baseball. But, oh, sorry. I had got the game nine days or 10 days before the review went up to mm-hmm. play. So I was experiencing a lot of these really amazing stellar moments and couldn't talk to anybody about it. That's what I wanted to ask you about is like, that's the whole thing is that you can't really like, am I crazy? Is this the best game that's ever been created? Like is, you know, and then I think that's the side of reviewing games that not a whole lot of people get to experience. Like, especially for the most part, if people were to write a review, it's generally you get it on the day that it's released and you form your opinion, yeah. but it's never in a vacuum. You, unless you lock yourself away in a quarantine, you yeah. can't really form your opinion without at least seeing a couple scores. You go like, yep. that's kind of pulling me in this way, or we have an anniversary action. Like if I see your 11 out of 10, I go, no. And I have to talk to people go, yeah. Not even close. It's a seven out of 10 at best. Yeah. Like you have that opposite reaction. Yeah. So like, talk to me about that whole side of it all where you have to, you really have to think about this. I went through it with my, with the Xbox one X recently of, yeah, I saw that by the way. Holy well crap. This is not good. Like this is, and I can't talk to anybody about it except for this yeah. one other person who's also saying that it's not that great. And then yeah. have, you know, you keep working at it. You keep like, I have to form an opinion. I've literally had people tell me I'm basing this $500 decision based on what you're going to tell me. And I'm yep. like, I, at this moment, I would say cancel your pre-order because I'm hovering over my cancel. Yeah. Um, but then everything worked out and it's a great console and that all as well. But talk to me yeah. about that for on your side of things. Yeah. So that's that really, that really was, that really was a huge challenge. And this was, I think the first, and so the interesting part was this actually was the first game that I had got a capture unit for specifically too. Oh, nice. So I was doing my first actual like capture video unit and everything. And, and I was plotting all the moments and I was sitting playing and, and I was, and so you're experiencing these things and I'm, and I'm taking like screenshots and I was like, Oh my gosh. And then like the video function had got updated too. So I was capturing small mm-hmm. videos and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm like, and I can't share, can't share any of it mm-hmm. because if I share any of it, it breaks embargo. Right. Like it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. It's and amazing so that what, that worked before. Cause sometimes they'll shut that, that feature down for some games, like depending on when, before or after release and things like that. Well, yeah, and that was that was that was such a weird one because they had done the update. I had Odyssey, and I was mm-hmm. like, 
they didn't say in the press release that Odyssey was included, but I'm like, Odyssey has to be included. So literally mm-hmm. on the show, I'm like playing. I was like, um, FYI, news break, <laughs> Odyssey's included, right? So, um, but just it, it was this weird isolation. And then and then there was these things. I'm like, these are cool moments, but these are cool moments to me. Does everyone else think these are cool moments? Right. Right. Is everybody else enjoying this? Like, or is it is it just my nostalgia? And that was really hard. And then I had the opportunity to connect with. Some other reviewers, much like you, who did have it. So um, mm-hmm. Rogers Bass, Andre Seegers had got copies of it as oh, well. Yeah. So we kind of had a bit of a. Ch- I was able to chat with those guys as well. I'm like, so how are you? Like, what? Wh- where are you guys sitting with this as well? Is there like, am I mad? So it kind of allowed me to level set some of where I was sitting as well, and mm-hmm. and starting to see their feedback and their reactions. I was like, okay, I'm not completely. I'm not completely mad about it, or yeah. like not my 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 re- re- reaction isn't crazy. The 11 out of 10 is, is also something that it, that it was so funny because I didn't score the the game 11 out of 10 in the video. Right. Um, I didn't score it at all. I was just, yeah, I was just, I was just like, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. You guys should definitely get it. And so we put the put it out and then someone sent me a message and they're like, um, what, no score? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, sorry. I, I'm, I usually don't do scores. I, I just like, yeah, I, I, I would do it. They'd like, recommend it that way because I don't because people are like. Is it a nine or is it a nine point five? Oh, you only gave it an eight. You must hate it. And you're like, no, like, yeah. And the scores and scores are so, such a weird leveling stick. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. I I've gone to IGN and I'm like, hey, I wonder what they've given this 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 game. And I didn't I didn't even read the freaking review. I yeah. saw who wrote it. Do I respect them as a person and as a person who who I think is a valuable voice? And I scroll down to the very bottom and I look at what number it is and I look at the pros and cons, which I'm like, that's like 140 characters and that's it. And yet there's, there's paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs above, but that's the thing that matters to me. Yeah. I'm like, that's a weird thing. I hate that I do that. I do the exact same thing. And especially somebody who writes them, it's like, well, I would love for people to read it, but I quite often don't don't read it so that's yeah so okay so you probably should have led with that by the way like to say you know yeah 11 out of 10 was on twitter but like let's be honest scores are stupid yeah well and, and there is and so there is a little bit of like 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 you know pointing your nose at it right like yeah they are they're so so when i was like it's an 11 out of 10 right like like mm-hmm. how can i say any better that this is freaking amazing yeah, right yeah, yeah. so so here you go here's my score so i was like i'll do a quick screenshot and then all of a sudden everyone's Love like it. he gave it an 11 out of 10 this is mad and i was yeah. like I'm going to tell you how much time I spent writing that literally a minute. And it was trying to figure out how to get the, the font moved properly. So it wasn't over top of his head. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Like so, that was, that was it. What about like the way that, that Mario landed in the year for you? Like, I just kind of want to, as we close things out here, I kind of want to get a sense of 2017 for you has been nuts. Um, yes. How has gaming been in 2017? And then I guess leading up to the release of Mario, I think for me, like it landed on a day that everything came out and things had come out a week before and a week after. So it's that's difficult. But how has 2017 been for you? Have you played the games you wanted to play? Yeah, I think I think I have. Um, it's been an amazing year for games, yeah. right? Like, especially as a person who only plays Nintendo games, mm-hmm. like a and and a flood of it. And I guess that connection is it has been a great year for Nintendo dads, <laughs> right? So yeah, if, Ninten- right? if Nintendo is having a really good year, that seems to trickle down to Nintendo dads in a very positive way. So we've yep. had a fantastic year just with our fan base growing, our exposure, our access to um, developers, our access to games, early access, um, building a, a fantastic community that supports it. More and more people mm-hmm. who love what we do, we're hearing that feedback, who want what we do. Those are all amazing things. To a point now where it's almost too much 
Hmm. And, and actually, I would say it is it is too much. Like yeah. it feels like you could have given some of these games. And, and if you if you go from someone who who had a Wii U like I did, who was kind of like <laughs> in drought. Yeah. Right. To all kind of happy now, about it, too, though. Like, yeah. where you're kind of like, yeah, I can dive into this game for two months at a time. Yeah, exactly. I've got I've got paper. I've got paper Mario color splash. I got seven right. months to finish that game. Sweet. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Right. Totally. Like, uh, yeah, and, and, and the other thing is that you would also look at anything that came on the eShop and you're like, oh, that looks that looks really interesting. Maybe I will get that. Oh, yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. And you and you may tr- you might try things you may not have normally had before. Right. Where now we're getting AAA titles from Nintendo every single month. Mm-hmm. We're getting indies that are putting out two to three, you know, uh, we're put, like indies every month now. There's about four or five indie games that I'm like, yeah, that that yeah, that that scratches my itch. And there's other ones I'm like, that looks interesting, but I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So the thing I actually find I'm more struggling with is is I love the content, but I find it's actually too much, and I need more time to really spend with those games, to really enjoy them more, to squeeze the life out of them in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about another recent episode of, of of Nintendo Dads that I was thinking about getting Xenoblade Chronicles too. But you're nuts, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm like I'm not doing it. I can't yeah. do it. There's I, I I don't. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm like right? I, I like I got bronchitis. Are you kidding me? Like. Mm-hmm. I, I've still like I know that I know that Zelda's DLC is coming. I've still got mm. more moons. I, I've got mm. I've got DLC from Rabbits. I've got That's like way too logical of a thought, man. This is where your like organizational skills are actually getting in the way of your your gaming and and well, it's actually more of like a Dave and John type of illness where you just mm. buy things and you don't even know why you're buying them or well, you, you're too organized in that way. Well, and the thing and the thing is that that you know as as I was packing up a lot of my stuff to move or, or keeping in stores, like, I didn't bring my Wii U over here. I just brought my Switch and my 3DS. Yeah, and realizing like how much of a backlog of, of stuff I already have. Yeah. Right. And, and just how much content is already accessible to me that, that, and everyone's like, Oh, did you pick up doom? I'm like, I, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for doom. And then, and then I mean, I'm sure you guys kind of realize it as well that, you know, developers are reaching out to you and they're reaching out to us more and more. And it's like, we'd love for you to play our game. So yeah. then there's, there's commitments that I want to play these other games that are available to us as well. And so you just there's comfort in that too. Like it's a double edged sort of like, yes, I mean, obviously super lucky to be approached for yeah. to to play these things and to to form opinions on them and discuss them and all those things that's great yeah. there's also the, the positive of well i was having decision paralysis so if you're making the choice for me yes i yeah. will play it'll do two on the plane going yep. to toronto that's great I, I can't i can't wait but then the other side is like i don't really want to play that game but yeah. I, like it's it's all and that sounds like a total complaint man i played skyforge on xbox one i never in a thousand yeah. years would have played that and i had a great time Yep. And it's just like, it's such a stupid game and it's a free to play and all the words that like MMORPG, Elemental P and sometimes why I would was yeah, just yeah. like, Ugh. but I tried it and it's awesome. So we are yep. very, we are very fortunate and yeah. at the end of the day to be able yeah, to we, do all that. Yeah, we, And it's we powered by the fans, man. Oh, and a hundred, hundred percent it is mm-hmm. right. Like, like it's, it's, I, it's, it's mad. Like it just, it blows my, it blows my mind mm-hmm. um, that, you know, the people again have found, found somewhere they like to be. They like what we do. Well, you're a great guy, Justin. Oh, uh, you're yeah, you're you're too kind. You're okay, too enough kind. enough of this, like you know, stroking each other's um, egos. Egos. Yeah. Do you have anything else, man? Before I, I totally cut you off and kill my dog. Yeah. So when are we ha- when are we actually hitting record? Oh. When, when are we starting this thing? So I was thinking I was gonna get one more cup of coffee. Actually, okay. maybe I could we'll uh, text Chelsea and get some beers. Actually, get up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so weird. Like my dogs I, have been like. Well, we'd like to go outside now, but yeah, 
You know, I, I, I guess the I guess the final notes I would say is a couple things. I would say for you, um, how are things going for you? By the way, mm-hmm. I want to ask you that with with you as a new dad. We talked a little bit in the pre-show, mm-hmm. right? How is that? How is that treating you? And obviously, talk about your travels coming up soon. How are you doing with all that? I'm good, man. I I've been I've been trying to actively work on myself. I've been yes. trying to find like identify when stresses are like overcoming or overwhelming and things like that focusing on i was talking about this with somebody else recently where i've identified with like josh stapleton and antonio guillen and the people who we know who have like gone out of their way to do kind things for others and i have been mm-hmm. reflecting on this a lot of and luke lore and all these people who have yeah. like reached out and really enhanced their lives in this way and i'm like what a ripple effect. Like what, mm. what an amazing thing that has happened. Just, I mean, for us putting ourselves out there through this show, but for people to come out and do amazing things for us and with us. And I'm like, they don't have to do that. And mm-hmm. like, they probably have no idea what impact that they're, that they're having. And I've realized that I'm like, I want to do more of that. Like I want to go out of my way to try and do kind things for others. And that's not like I, I'm a, dick to people but just they they really like they're on another level yeah so i feel like that kind of brings another level of of happiness and it's another Mm -hmm. like positive thing to to get around in and rest is obviously super important and um but yeah man like you know i've been i've been doing really well and chelsea is just a champion like she is she's just super mom and just i don't know how she does it like operates mm-hmm. on half as much sleep, does six times more than I yeah. can ever do. Thinks of every possible solution. Knows like any time that she ever goes like, "Oh man, I was gonna like we're we're baby led weaning where you let mm-hmm. the kid just kind of like feed themselves and you give them real food and don't yeah. do like the purees and stuff like that." And pretty like hippie kind of hipster kind of like, "Oh my kid is doing like totally yeah, yeah. just that end of things," which comes with basically any parenting decision as as you probably know second guess you're second guessing yourself and then a second guess from everybody else so it was this whole thing and chelsea's so confident with it that i had no idea she's like yeah i I was gonna stop doing that and i'm like you just seem to have this yeah and talking about you guys and moving to ireland and you look at each other realize we're a team like i identify with that so much with chelsea because like we are so there for each other and that's the positive that i always Mm -hmm. take out of like anytime that there's when the stress becomes a little bit much, I go, we are so good together. Like, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because when we first moved in together, there was like, where do we put all these things? And I don't know where anything is. And all these, like the, when you get to know each other on that yeah. level, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we basically formed this relationship like around a love for video games. And I'm like, is that, was that a smart idea? <laughs> like I really <laughs> looked at like, it really made me evaluate that at the time. And like, thankfully, like there's way more to it than that, obviously. But like, I kind of like, I'm like, so we like video games. Like, can we live together? Does that mean we can live together? And you know, I, I look at our partnership all the time and that's really kind of what allows me to keep going and be better and trying to improve. And Lincoln is just like, he's just the best man. Like he's, he's, he, will just break out into this giant smile when you walk in the door and you can throw him up in the air and he's laughing away and he's just, he's awesome. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. You know, it, I really, yeah, I thank you for asking. Um, yeah, just, I think I'll always look back to the Luke lore episode actually is just like, what, a 
what a moment where I was on video, like basically because the, uh, the, it, the, the chat was scheduled for that time. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that was, that was captured in that mm-hmm. way. Otherwise it would have been just maybe another episode, like not an episode of the show, like a, an yeah, episode yeah. of that would have came and went and probably wouldn't, like I probably wouldn't have had a, a healing out of it, yeah. with it, which I did. So I will always have that to be grateful for. And I also had a great chat with, with Zach just a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. this show has always helped from the very beginning, from just kind of letting people talk. And now yeah. I'm doing a little bit more talking about that kind of stuff. And it's, it's super helpful, man. It's, and it also, I think we all kind of are on in this together where mm-hmm. we look at each other and we're like, well, yeah, like it's like, like it's real life. It's yeah. not, all, it's not TV. It's not social media. It's, this is not it's, like every day may be harder than, than the previous day, but that's okay. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's the thing. I think when you become a, when you become a parent and, and you like, you are put through some challenges that you never thought you'd experience in your life. Right. And some, mm-hmm. and some stuff that you're like, are you, are you kidding me? Like nothing prepares you right. to be a parent. And by the and way, you, you're not rested. Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and you never like every day I feel like I probably got it under control. Mm-hmm. There's three days later that I won't, I'll feel like, mm-hmm. no, I've totally, like, no, I'm, what am I doing? Like, I'm still wrong. I'm still wrong in this. Right. And I, and my kids are nine and seven. Yeah. Right. Like you, you kind of have to be okay with this perpetual, dear God, we're holding on to the edge of edge of this, but mm-hmm. I've got you, you've got me and we've got him or her and, and that's okay together. Yeah. And as long as those things are together, you can figure it out. Well, and I right. feel like talking about it in that way, like very real, it's not like, you know, when before Lincoln was born, you get the pretty like canned responses of like, well, you're going to be tired and like not really anything substantial, like not really any uh, contextual materials to go through or advice or conversations that happen. Like basically it's just surface level stuff. Like you're going to be tired and it's hard, but yeah. it's like, why is it hard? Like, what is it about? And it's just kind of like, think about doing something for the very first time, like whatever it is, if you're typing for the first time and you're learning how to type and it's like, do I even need to do this? Like, what is my life? How is my life going to be better if I learn how to type 60 words per minute? And why don't yeah. I just finger pick? And by the way, you're going to be learning this under, uh, with, with two hours sleep. So yeah. the learning is already going to be difficult and just trust that doing the, putting in the work is going to benefit later. So when, with parenting, it's like, do I have to read them a, a bedtime story? Do I have to like, he looks pretty clean. Does he need a bed? But look, yeah. those are the good things to do. And you don't even know how it's going to benefit, but you just put in the work, you put your head down, even though it's it, you're tired as hell and you do the things that are hard because you just, that's, that's what you do. Yeah. The closest thing I, I would imagine that new parenting is in relation to something else is like torturing in Guantanamo Bay. Right, totally. It's probably exactly the, the same. because it, it right, it is it is sleep <laughs> deprivation. Right. It is it is is probably malnourishment from from yep. yourself. It is I, I eat I, lots of protein bars. Are you? You're okay? Okay. <laughs> no, that's Am I it, getting though. am I going to be okay? <laughs> am I doing this okay? Like am I going to survive? Yeah. And then to your point that you mentioned as well, and then you've got this other person, not only this new child that that can't communicate to you effectively, but then you've mm-hmm. got a partner who is experiencing the same thing. But also, you know, in, in your wife's situation or uh, probably a lot of other emotions going on that you don't understand fully and can't comprehend. Right. And then to just try and sort your way. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. answers like you're going to be tired. It's like, 
like what does that mean? That means yep. you at days don't even understand. Don't even don't even, you walked outside the house and you didn't understand or realize that you literally have puke all over your shirt because yep. you're so exhausted that you didn't know, mm-hmm. right? And 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 everyone's like, oh, new dad look, and you're like, screw you, hippie, right? Like, <laughs> That's like, don't, favorite, don't my you, favorite thing that you say. Don't you start with me. <laughs> Right, I think, like, and this, these are all rational things. Like these are all, even the way that we're contextualizing all of this and yeah. not to go on too much longer about it, but these are all things that even a rational person can understand, but it's hard to convey mm-hmm. the irrational mind. The, like yeah. you're not thinking straight. And that's about as close as I think that I can get to kind of describing that is you like, and I'm super, I, I'm very self-reflective in that way. And I know when I'm not myself and I know yeah. when I'm not thinking straight, but I'm like, so is, but is that like, this happens so often, is that actually part of my identity, which is a whole spiral of like, yeah, yeah. get Zach back in your kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like that's kind of the, that's the side that is really hard to talk about because it's, it's a different angle. You wake up and you like, did I even, did I close my, and I'm getting way more sleep than Chelsea, like way yeah, more eh? sleep. So like I sleep like a rock and she like, I just don't even bring up like, so last night was good. Last night was bad. I just assume it was horrible because like yeah. I slept. Because you don't so, want to brag. You yeah. don't want to be that person. Like you know what I, I did not hear a sound for eight hours and it was the best thing in the world. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you didn't hear Lincoln crying for four hours and uh, yeah. me screaming at you to wake up. Hmm? You didn't. Yep. You didn't. You didn't see me considering to uh, put a pillow over your face. No, you didn't hear. That. Oh, you didn't hear that. Okay. Now one fine. of these days I'm not. I'm just gonna not, not wake, gonna wake up, up. But um, just not anyway. gonna wake up. At the yeah. risk of, of going into Nintendo Dad's territory of, you know, the, the Godfather length podcast. Oh, jeez, no. Justin, oh, geez. please, as if they don't already know, where can people look you up on the internet and sure. bug you to be on the Nintendo Dads more often? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me at, at Masson23, M-A-S-S-O-N-2-3. Uh, that's on the Twitter. And uh, Nintendo Dads is a thing you've probably heard a lot about and you follow and we're on all those social media stuff and podcasters. And But I would more encourage you, if you're going to do one thing, I would encourage you to go tell a friend to follow this show and, uh, and, and support and share this show because I think this is doing better work. Legitimate. You know how I get, you know how I get with this, Justin. I don't I know. like... I know. Don't I know you don't like compliments. it. I really, truly believe. Like, I, I appreciate. I, I, I'm gonna. I like instead of stroking our egos. I, just, I do want to say in front of everyone, the three viewers you have. No, I'm just kidding. Um, thank, yes, thank you all. Yeah, Antonio, Dave Moore, and Johnny. Thank you. Yeah, yes. exactly. Is that I? I truly believe the content that you're putting out here is incredible, and I think you raise the bar for a lot of us. To Thanks, do man. better and to be better, and the, and the shows that you're hosting and the, and the work that you're doing. I think it's, I think it's mad. Well, I, I really appreciate only, it. I should probably only, hit record now. Yeah, the only thing you do better is probably just dumping Bobby. That'd be my other suggestion. Mm-hmm. Peace out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yep, that's 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 yep. how we that's how we end the podcast. <laughs>
uh, feel free if you haven't already. This this content is for everybody, but you, by helping out on patreon.com slash make is better, it's going to make it better for everyone. So please consider it if you like. If not, not a big deal. Um, we're going to be back on Monday with a new episode. So until then, I just want to say thank you to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard. And our video designer, Antonio Guillen, you know that this episode and all of these episodes are powered by the Day Space or Forget Being Cool Network of Podcasts. And that's pretty much it. Otherwise, this is episode 116. Now in your ears and your eyeballs. Thank you for listening and watching. I'll be back on Monday. And uh, now it's time for Patrick Stewart at the drive. <laughs> I think this is going to stick, you guys. Lincoln, say bye. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart star of TV's Star Trek The Next Generation and the host of the documentary series MGM When the Lion Roars. Okay, that's fine, sir. Can I take your order? Yes, you can. And what is your order, sir? I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and a side order of fries. Would you like it? And a fillet. Oh, Fish. Would you like a cold drink with that, sir? Yes. Yes. For the sake of the future of all mankind, I will have a small sprite. Okay, sir, that's $5.20. Could you proceed to the first window? The first window. The first portal to a new dimension. One greater, one more wondrous than our own. No, just the first window of the drive-thru, please, sir. Yes, then so it is that I proceed to this window of which you speak. Thank you, sir. Approaching warp speed. What the f***, mate? Did you just drive into the back of me? Yes. It is so. Mate, are you some kind of f***ing comedian? I am Patrick Stewart. Mate, get out of the f***ing car. And so, with heavy heart, I hereby withdraw from the vehicle. Mate, look what you've done to my f***ing Duco. You accuse me. Mate, f***ing I do. Here's your order, sir. What manner of burger is this? And these slivers of potato extract. Hey, Crone Dome, are you going to f***ing pay for my car or not, mate? Mate! Ah, I am under attack. I must reason with this. Mate, you are talking out your f***ing ass. And so it is that I bid you and your people farewell. What a f***ing dead shit.